Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels and the DMs. I have been getting frustrated with my friends and relationships as I feel like they don't understand what I'm going through. I love them and I want them in my life, but I feel as I'm recently single that their advice or experiences are not what I need to hear right now. How do I lovingly take space from them while trying to manifest more single friendships? Love always, single and ready to mingle. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the there's some damsels in the DM. Yeah. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them, yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. I'm Osh. And I'm Alejandro. Hello, it's so good to see you all. Oh my God. So good to see you guys. No, I'm sitting next to you. Um, <laughs> please tell me what's been happening in your life. Ash, I know you have some updates. Alejandro, I feel like you shared some updates and we met at Acme that I feel like, you know, some tidbits to the listeners would love to hear. So tell us. Well, it's been an interesting break from this season because I right when we were done with last season which was last month mm-hmm. um i was seeing someone and we talked about it when we talked about the love bombing thing um he didn't really turn out to be my person but it's okay because somebody else dm'd me and followed me on instagram and we've been going one month strong i'm not gonna jinx it or anything but i really like him yeah. should we throw a party for your one month anniversary we should oh my <laughs> god <laughs> Do you want to invite him over? I would, yes. Yes, definitely. Maybe we could all do our films together. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's great for all of us. He's all of our boyfriend. Yes, it's the boyfriend podcast. Yeah. Bye, Brian. Yeah. Bye, Brian. <laughs> yeah. You've been replaced, Brian. <laughs> I've been writing more. I've been trying to like just dig into creative projects and I'm super pumped. There's this uh, queer food series that I am co-producing that's coming up. There's a few books that I have in mind that are gestating and trying to like get the words out there. So yeah, it's a lot of prioritizing and strategizing and trying to figure out, you know, how to put my best foot forward and bringing these stories to fruition. So Love I'm pumped. That. that sounds so oh, fun. I want to I want to hear more about this queer food story. You also oh had a great weekend with your boyfriend for your birthday. Yes, I yes, I did turn, th- well, does it matter the age? I'm ageless, I suppose. No, I'm 34. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was beautiful. My boyfriend took me to Nobu. We spent the night in this like beautiful valley area in a caboose overnight. Oh my it was God. really cool. It was such a fun surprise. And it was a very special time to, to celebrate another milestone. So Love that. Lauren, what's new with you? Yes. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to just jump to the highlights of what's new. I'm just back from a girlies trip, 
And listen, like, I feel like I didn't take that many all girls trips, like in the last few years, like maybe more in college, but not in the last few years. And I had such a blast with the girlies. It really made me feel like prioritizing our female friendships is so, so important. And like, there is just time bonding with your friends and also our male friendships. Alejandro, you're totally included in this. Just, yeah. Sorry. I just meant like non-boyfriend trips anyway, Absolutely. anyway couple like trips. time with your friends and honestly like I feel like I have personally not taken the time to just travel with my friends as much lately I feel like if I take a trip it's like you know with my family or with Brian or with Brian's friends or a career reason that I'm traveling not just like for fun with my friends and I feel like there's just this like ability to truly be yourself when you're on these trips and like be such a silly version of you also for me it was really hopeful because in LA I feel like I spend so much time like talking about my career stressing about my career worrying about my career networking for my career I don't spend a lot of time just with people who like are talking about life and talking about like interesting topics and having a good time just like for the sake of having fun and it made me realize like I want to prioritize fun in my life. Like just make sure that I am taking time away from my career and just having fun and being silly. I feel like for me, I love being silly and I don't take enough time to just be super silly. That yeah. balance is so important. I went to um, this release party for The Land magazine. Then mm. it? it's third issue now. It's four locals by locals here in LA. And they had a release party just recently. And it was so cool because like I I went by myself and awesome. I kind of wanted to go by myself just to kind of like dive into a social situation where like I could just connect with whoever and just have a good time and not worry about like, oh, is my boyfriend going to connect with this person, that person? Mm-hmm. It was just nice to just like have, you know, no inhibitions about anything. And just, it was so refreshing. Because yeah. I mean, it's not like I was able to develop like close friendships, but no. I was able to see friends after and we were able to just be goofy and have a good time the rest of the night. So it was a good, I agree with you. It's nice to, even though it wasn't a trip, it was a good opportunity to reconnect and yes. you know rekindle those fun friendships that give us life and give us energy that we need. It, yeah, it is like a matter of having a really fulfilled life, you know, mm-hmm. like making sure that you are, checking off so many different boxes. It's like, you want to have a full pie, you know, and not have too much emphasis on one part of your pie. And I've just felt like really rejuvenated. And I also felt like so much closer to a lot of my friends. So I think I just learned that, you know, I need friend time in my life. Speaking of friend time and, you know, um, going to events alone, Today, we're going to be talking about fear of missing out in life. FOMO and life. So this year, especially, I feel like all the weddings from last year have been moved to this year and the year before. So two years worth of weddings are happening literally in the, this year. Yes. And it's, it's kind of a lot, you know, um, as a single person, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of weddings going on, seeing my friends moving on in their lives and, you know, finding different careers, taking bigger steps in their careers and their relationships. And, it's been really, and we've talked about this before. I am someone who is very happy for my friends and I want to push them to be the best versions of themselves. So for me, it's been really great to see 
these friendships, you know, their relationships progress, their career progress, but it does have me thinking about my own life and I'm single, I'm approaching 30 this year. Not that it matters. 30 I've heard is great. And and Mm -hmm. there's no means to rush into a relationship. Let me just put that out there. But it does have me thinking about my life. You know, I do have a ticking clock, a biological clock. I want to be a mom. Um, And it's got me thinking about like, what am I doing? And I know I can have a child without a man. Don't need a man for that. Mm. But I would love to have one, Um, you know. So today we're going to be talking about just how not to, you know, courage not to settle because I don't want to settle with anyone just because my friends are moving on in their lives. So I want to know from both of you, have you ever been in a situation where you found yourself being jealous of friends getting into relationships or even in careers, you know, moving on in their careers and excelling in their careers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to not dig into I or not indulge in feelings of jealousy because I feel like what helps me is like just keeping patience in the forefront of my mind, knowing that like what is meant for me will come uh, at the appropriate time. It was last summer, went to a friend's wedding who I've known since college, we're super close. And I didn't feel this angst of like, oh my God, I want to get married too. I wish someone, but it was just more so like, just, I was so happy that she found her person and was willing to like invite me into this celebratory occasion with other loved ones that she had. And yeah, I, it, when it comes to jobs, no, still, I don't, I don't feel jealous when I hear of good news from other friends, because like I said, it's exciting. And I feel like feeling jealousy in a moment of someone else's victory is so like, what is that it's almost like thievery right where it's just like Mm -hmm. you're kind of like robbing someone of like their shine you're stealing their thunder and I think it's really important to celebrate those victories or in this or in my friend's case a wedding because it's like it wouldn't feel good if someone did that to me and I always try to hold that in my mind where it's just like I don't want to make another person feel like how I wouldn't want to feel Ash, I feel like you are really good both of you, but Ash, like, um, at cultivating happiness for your friends, Mm -hmm. like you always make me really feel supported and like seen and working hard. Mm -hmm. You both do, but I want to credit you Ash, based on what you were saying. Um, also I feel like I have definitely experienced jealousy and I want to say that I feel like women are also set up to be jealous and to compare yourselves to other women, to compare ourselves to other women. Um, I feel like we do have this like toxic culture that like women are meant to be competing. You know, we always talk about women supporting women um, because I do feel like there was a lot of competition among women. I mean, if you watch the morning show, like I feel like that show shows it really clearly and also things like bombshell, Mm -hmm. Um, like there's a lot of competition in the workplace. And I feel like when I was younger, I would be jealous of friends for things that I was personally insecure about. And that's projection. And it would always be like I was trying to bring people down um, for things that I wished I was cultivating in myself. And I think that I needed to be older and to have more of a lens and be more confident in myself when I could stop comparing myself and to start cultivating real happiness for my friends. And now I feel like I can be really happy, but I feel like that was only because I was able to find happiness with myself and within myself. I think when I was younger and I was a serial dater, 
I definitely experienced jealousy for my friends and relationships because like, even though I would have boyfriends, I was bouncing around to boyfriends. Like I didn't have anything that was stable or like a long lasting relationship. And I would feel so jealous of the people who were in relationships for like two years and three years. And I would feel like I was never gonna have one of those relationships. And it's like such a joke now because I've been dating Brian for like six, seven years. But like at that time, like I would have loved to tell younger Lauren, like you are gonna have somebody who loves you and who wants to be with you forever. But the time, no, I was like, oh my God, I'm lucky if somebody wants to stay with me for five months. And because of that, like insecurity and that fear and that anxious attachment style was why they weren't staying around, you know, like it was all within me. And I feel like when we do bring people down, sometimes it's always because of something that we're not happy about within us. I feel like sometimes when people are so critical of other people, I'm like, let's look in you. Like what's, what's happening with you that makes you want to go criticize that person or lash out at that person. Um, and of course it's different. And we talk about it. If somebody like does something really mean to you or does something to like particularly offend you, that's a different situation. I'm talking about like bringing people down for no reason who mm-hmm. are just like living their lives, you know, minding their own business. Exactly. <laughs> minding their own business. Yeah. I am the way I am when it comes to being happy for my friends is because Growing up in the Indian community, bro, that is the most competitive environment, most toxic environment you can be raised in. Always comparing, you know, oh, this person's daughter did this. Oh, why didn't you get 100%? Why'd you get only get 99% when this person's daughter got 155%? Like just constantly comparing you to other kids. Like parents just do that. Comparing themselves to other families. Like it's very much keeping up with the Joneses and beyond that. Mm-hmm. So I was just very frustrated with that. I've never liked, comp- I'm, I'm a competitive person, but for like in a good way, you know, I don't compare myself to people, myself to anyone because we're different people in different walks of life. Like we all have our own journeys. Um, and I don't like that. It gives me a lot of anxiety when I compare myself to someone else. Like it stresses me the fuck out. Oh yeah. It's you know, stressful. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to add that stress, like unnecessary stress to my life. And so just being raised in that environment, I never wanted to be like that growing up. I never wanted to. And we, we have something called, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before it's called Nuzzer, which is, oh yeah, you have right? Mm -hmm. So it's this thing where it's like when, when someone, when something good is happening to someone else and someone else is, um, jealous or has bad feelings or bad intentions, that's called nuzzer. And you don't want that. It's like bad juju. Like, I don't want your gaze, you know, look somewhere else. And so it's funny that Indian people believe in that, but then they also go ahead and do that Mm -hmm. to other people. But yeah, I just, I don't want that. I don't want bad juju. I don't want, you know, I don't want somebody else doing the same to me that I do to them. So I, I want to be as happy as possible in a genuine way for other people. What's interesting with what you were describing, Ash, was I was thinking like, oh, well, I wonder if like, you know, body image issues, both for, for everyone, mm-hmm. uh, that comes from, you know, like, I feel like dolls or toys or even yes. like what we see in media. Yeah. And yeah. But what's interesting too is that it sounds like in your experience, family is what perpetuated that um, mindset. It's it's wild to me that it can be, it can stem from so many different sources, not just one thing. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of tough. And especially, I mean, me speaking from a male perspective, it's like, I understand that I do have a lot of privilege in that alone Mm -hmm. and 
it's just, it's I think that's why I was just kind of like uh, um, letting my mind kind of like go around yeah. and just like, oh, well, is it this? Is it that? Because like, I can't speak to either of your experiences because I don't have the experiences you have as women uh, growing up and experiencing adulthood with these stressors that mm-hmm. are kind of like never ending. It, it wasn't even mostly my family. It was, it, it happened a lot more when I moved here for college and Okay. moved to actually transferred to Purdue where there were a, a big Indian community. I've never really grown up in a big Indian community just because of where I was raised, but going into that Purdue environment with all these Indian girls, mm-hmm. they're, oh my God, a lot of shit talking, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of drama, a lot of, and I'm not saying all Indian girls are like this, this is just my experience. Yeah. Um, a lot of comparing yourself to, or, you know, being like, oh, like, well, this person did that, I'm going to do this. Or like, just not be happy for each other. And I was so sick of that because I felt like people were the crap thing. They were trying to bring me down when I wouldn't want anything to do with it. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to purposely separate myself from this, these people. And they're still trying to like grab at me to pull me back in. And I I don't know, don't have anything to do with them. Yeah. That's really interesting also, because like, when I think about my friendships that have felt competitive or have felt like there wasn't genuine happiness to another person, it always feels like the dynamic that somebody is giving off. Like, like you were saying, like that infiltrated you because of the competitive energy they were putting out. Like Mm -hmm. people's energy, I feel like does really affect how you're going to be because like you are so stunningly beautiful, but I never feel competitive with you. Like I always feel like we are always going to help each other And same with you, Alejandro, like, I think that you are incredible. And like, you are one of my favorite people. I remember like when I saw you working at our old company, I was like, you should be an actor. You ever thought about it? Because I was like, you are so freaking handsome. You're so talented and you have such a warm energy about you that I was like, you need to be doing things. And I think that like, that's because like at my core, I am not an inherently jealous person, but like you can pick up on other people's energies and other people's like competitive nature, which at times makes you feel things that you do not naturally feel. Yeah. And I will say that because comparison is the thief of joy. And like I was mentioning to you this weekend, like I was with all girls, people associate like all girl groups with like jealousy, not supporting one another. And like, I I talked about this, like we were jumping on beds, like we were having like a blast because it was like a supportive, like female environment Mm -hmm. with like people who wanted to have interesting conversation, uplift each other and be there for one another. And like, when you can have those friendships, the joy that comes out of that feels so much better than the icky feeling you have when you're complaining about somebody or like when you're speaking about somebody like in a jealous way. Yeah. All right, guys, before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track, 
with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. I don't know about you, but the winter weather definitely takes a toll on my skin. But luckily, when I'm looking for something to leave it feeling satin smooth, I always look to Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing, so it nourishes my skin when I need it most, and hydration prevents dryness like none other. High-quality, nourishing ingredients balance my skin without stripping it or leaving any unwanted residue. Experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, that's theway.com, and use code B-L-E-A-V for believe to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com, code believe. Yeah, and then applying this to dating... I feel like it's tough, especially like entering this time period where people have set like unrealistic standards for themselves of like, oh, I'm hitting this age. I was supposed to be moved in with a significant other at this point. I was supposed to be engaged at this point. Like, and it's tough when you have friends who are in positions that you want to be in. And I think that like, honestly, the best thing you can do is be happy with you. Like go to therapy as we talk about all the time. And I don't like using therapy as like a catch-all answer, Mm -hmm. but I think what therapy allows you to do is be happy with you and also get the skills to learn how to deal with the things that are negatively affecting your life. So I think when you are in these situations where you're feeling jealous of other people who are in situations that you want to be in, find out what they're doing to be in that situation. Um, In the artist way, They have you outline Mm -hmm. five people that you're jealous of. And then you write about why am I jealous of these people? And then you write in the next column, what can I be doing to be in that position? So let's say like yours is, um, uh, my friend, Sarah is married. I do have a friend named Sarah. I'm not talking about Sarah, but I love you, Sarah. (laughs) Oh, I love Sarah too. (laughs) Sarah's a great girl. Um, Like, okay. So let's say Sarah, um, she is married and pregnant. What did Sarah do to be married and pregnant? She was kind to everyone. She smiled at every service worker she ever met. She always made sure to wish me a happy birthday and send flowers when something bad happened to me. So like, what can we learn from Sarah's experience? She always exhibited kindness. She was friendly to people she didn't need to be friendly to. And then you try to do these things in your own life. And you can apply that to career if somebody is like, you know, a series regular. What did they do to become a series regular? They networked. They um, spent 20 hours on every audition they got. Like you can look at this in so many different ways for your own independent jealousy that you're having and try to change the narrative and also learn from other people. And also feel free to go ahead and ask somebody how they got to be in that position. Like, I think people are so afraid to say to somebody like, hey, I wanna be where you are. How did you get to be where you are? And just pick their brain and just ask how they did it. I love that because I feel like sometimes we're so afraid to ask questions. Yes. uh, Or asking the right questions that it becomes inhibiting 
But I agree with you. I mean, it's so important just to ask the question. And what's the worst that can happen? Someone's just right. gonna say no, like, yeah. or just ignore you, like, whatever. You move on, you find someone else who's gonna at least support you in the same way that you are able to support them. But taking that risk and just having fun with it is part of the journey that is so important. I love that. I love what you said. Thank you. Yeah. And we were talking to somebody or we were in a panel discussion and they were talking about how like you hear no a certain amount of times. You're going to keep hearing no, 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 no in your career to a certain point where you're going to have to be like, okay, I'm going to do it myself. Like, what are you going to do about those no's? You got to find another path. If you Mm -hmm. want what you want, then you have to find another path. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's so much that you can learn when you take it upon yourself to create your own path, because then it's like, you, you know what obstacles you're going to face and you know what someone else might be wanting to ask about. So it's like, you're better prepared to pay it forward in the end. Yeah. I think relationship wise, like to bring this back to dating, mm-hmm. um, some, this is really random, but something that my therapist said, cause I was having a difficult time trying to find guys, you know, like date guys. And it was just, it was, just, it was just really stressful. Cause um, I don't want a boyfriend because my friends had a boyfriend. I just, I wanted someone to build a life with. Yeah, like I'm ready sure. for that next stage of my life, you know? Um, and I've been single for way too damn long. I just, I want a partner. And so I was kind of talking to her about it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really struggling to find a decent human being who has the same interests as me, or at least remotely the same interests as me, you know? And she gave me the advice. She was like, why don't you go start doing activities that you would want your significant other to be doing? Yes. For example, do you want your significant other to be like really into wine, like a wine connoisseur? Go to winemaking class, you know? Go, if you lo- want your significant other to be a book reader, go to a cafe, like a really cool hipster cafe, take a book and chill there with a glass of wine or it doesn't even have to be alcohol related. Um, shy girl at the library vibes. Yeah. 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 Shy girl <laughs> at the library, you know, and, and see, I mean, it's, it might not work, but it might. And what, what's the worst that could happen? You just have a really great time by yourself. Then that's a way to also date yourself. And then and that way you'll get to like, you know, be able to be happy just being alone and being with yourself that when you are happy internally, you'll be able to extend that energy out and people are going to be drawn to that energy. Yes. So what do you think are some tips that we could offer some single listeners who are feeling jealous about their friends in relationships? Or another way of looking at it is like, let's say you have a friend in a relationship and they're always bringing their significant other around, you know, because I know that that can also be difficult for Mm -hmm. people who are um, single. I think for me, um, with the whole bringing your boyfriend around everywhere you go, I, it doesn't even matter if I'm best friends with this boyfriend. I would love for my friend to get her own time socially, mm-hmm. like not just be doing everything with your boyfriend. It's got nothing to do with me being single and jealous that you're bring, you have a boy that you're bringing around. It's not that. I just want my friend to have a great time on her own and figure out who she is on her own and not just be so tied in this relationship. Um, But advice for a single friend who might be jealous about other relationships, your time will come, you know, when you get into that relationship, wouldn't you want your friends to be happy for you? Or would you want your friends to kind of throw you that same energy that you were giving them? 
you know, like your time will come. There are a billion people in this world, like billions of people in this world. You'll find your person eventually. And giving out that like desperate energy, which we've talked about in another uh, episode with Alana Pratt, you know, you're giving out this desperate energy. They're going to pick up on that and they don't, they don't want that. Yeah. I guess as far as a tip, I mean, really like getting comfortable in one's own skin. I love what you said about therapists suggesting like, do the activities that you would want your partner to do. And if in the end, all you have is yourself, perfect. I think that's so amazing because mm-hmm. it's like you get to practice or learn something new. You know, I, I like just finding out new things about myself. And in the end, that makes you, I think, a better person and a better partner because you have that in-depth knowledge of what you can bring to the table. and Right we can make the relationship more fulfilling for the both of you. I will also say that I'm very lucky in that my friends really like Brian. And that to me is like, like makes me so happy. Like it brings me so much joy that like, I found somebody that my friends want to be around. Um, Like we joke that Brian is a girly. Um, So like, if you, you know, care about your friends a lot, which most people do. And like, you want them to fit in and you want it to be okay to like bring your significant other around and like, make sure you're finding somebody who is somebody that you would also want to be friends with. Um, And I think that that makes the whole like FOMO situation around like somebody bringing their boyfriend when you don't have a boyfriend, like so much easier. I can't help but think about a time when I settled for someone, not necessarily because other friends were in relationships, but just because it felt nice at the time. It was almost like a instant gratification of like, oh, we crossed paths. Oh, but you know, it was interesting because I kind of had to unlearn that initial thought process of like, oh, this is fun and interesting because it was like, so certain events were happening at a frequency where it was just like, wait, this is not fun and exciting anymore. Like this is why I shouldn't have settled in the first place. And what was interesting was like, he was super insistent on, you know, us being boyfriends. And I had always felt that skepticism or that it was just not in alignment with Mm -hmm. uh, who I wanted to be with. And it, it was a really interesting experience trying to like backtrack out of that situation because yeah, I had gotten so far in and then it was like trying to communicate that like, no, that that's not how it's going to go down. It was bizarre seeing like a totally different personality uh, come out of that person in response to what I was trying to articulate. So, you know, settling has some really sticky consequences oh, yeah. that we really have to be careful of from the very beginning. And I right. think that that we can avoid settling by listening to our intuition uh, following what our gut is saying which I think is more often louder than we realize but Mm -hmm. for some reason I know I can be really good at silencing that um, that inner voice because well for whatever uh, reasons it's just whether it's the time the place the things going on around um, I think we can be really really skilled at you know silencing that voice when really we should be honoring that because it's there for a reason (laughs) it's it's dinging the bells for a fucking reason well and you know what settling leads to is comparison Mm -hmm. i mean you settle just you wait for how much you're going to be comparing that person that you settled for 
to your significant, your friends, significant others. Like it is going to be tenfold. Um, and I say this as a former serial dater who, because I wanted a boyfriend so bad, like used to settle all the time. Like it wasn't about the other person. It was about me trying to have a boyfriend. And then like, you're looking at how happy your friends are. You're looking at how successful your friends, significant others are, like how attractive they are. Like you're just not happy and it's not nice to the other person either because you're putting them in a position where like they're not truly being loved by you you're just um taking them on to fill a box and that's not fair to them and it's not fair to you no not at all yeah oh well <laughs> this seems like a good time to dig into the letter let's we? do it yeah <laughs> okay Hi team, so glad you guys are back for season three. It took too long without you all, I agree. I have been getting frustrated with my friends and relationships as I feel like they don't understand what I'm going through. I love them and I want them in my life, but I feel as I'm recently single that their advice or experiences are not what I need to hear right now. How do I lovingly take space from them while trying to manifest more single friendships? Love always, single and ready to mingle. Keep on mingling. yeah I feel like that you know is hard to hear like as someone in a relationship with many single friends because like you want to be there for your single friends and like at least for me I'm a cancer it's very hard for me to like imagine my friends wanting to take space for me because I'm not being helpful to them because Mm -hmm. you know you always want to be helpful to your friends and it's like it's sweet because you're saying how do I lovingly take space from them But I think that like your friends and relationships probably don't know that what they're offering you is not helpful. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I think you need to remember is that your friends and relationships were single once as well. So like, even though they're in a position that you would like to be or want to be in eventually, you just have to remember that like, they do know what you're going through because everybody starts out single. Maybe it's not as traumatic of a breakup that you had. Maybe like they've had a really easy path to finding their relationship. Sure, I'm sure all of those things are true, but everybody can be empathetic to people's situations. Like you don't have to have walked in somebody's shoes to have empathy for them. And I think if you want to say to your friends and relationships, like, Hey, honestly, like I need to focus on meeting somebody right now. Like I, I'm just having a great time and I want to go out. Like, I would love to see you, but can we not talk about dating? Can we just talk about everything else that the world has to offer? Like, and I know that's funny to say on a dating podcast, but there's so many other things in the world besides dating, like that you guys can talk about. So I don't think that it's fair to limit your friends and relationships that all your conversations have to be about dating. And I think it's okay to set boundaries with them. And your friends are going to understand, you know, it's not like, I mean, unless they've never been broken up with or gone through a breakup, they're going to understand what you're going through. And they're not going to be offended if you want to talk about something else. Or if you ask them like, Hey, please, like, I'm really, you know, vulnerable right now. And I just don't really want to hear about your boyfriend or like, you know, your dating situation. That's okay. Yeah, that really is okay. There's a fine line or there's a difference between your friends in relationships who are bragging about their relationship and their boyfriend and constantly just not having any self-awareness and only talking about that while you're going through a breakup. That's not a friend because they wouldn't do that. You know, that's not normal for someone to be bragging about the relationship while you're going through a breakup and you're going through a tough time. That's not it. Yeah. 
but I think it's okay. It's also okay if you need space from them. That's okay too. Like it would do whatever you need to do to right. kind of heal from whatever you're going through. But I wouldn't just single them out and only look for single friends just because they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I yeah. found that when I'm going through the most like stressful times relationship wise and dating wise, I go to my friends within who are in relationships because I feel like they can relate to it the most i mean single people can as well but my single friends have already gone through the breakup stuff they've already gone through the healing process and they're in a different mindset they'll be like oh you know you'll be fine in a week like it's fine whereas i feel like the friends who are in relationships are gonna have way more empathy because they don't want that shit to happen to them either you know they're not gonna be like well it's fine you'll get over it they're not gonna say that yeah i've had instances where i've gone to friends who are in relationships for advice and i agree with you like the advice was so much more sound than coming from other friends who may be less uh relationship experienced mm-hmm. and i think that's so important because it, we we have to go to our we have to seek counsel not only from a therapist but from right. those that we love and trust because they're the ones that know us but What's interesting is the sentence, there's a portion in the letter that says, I've been getting frustrated with my friends and relationships as I feel like they don't understand, blah, blah, blah. The frustrated part is what gets me because it's like you, I feel like it's important not to let things simmer inside. Mm -hmm. It's like, you gotta speak up if something's bothering you or if something's on your mind, just say it, you know what I mean? But you know, if, if a situation is feeling toxic and you feel like you have to remove yourself, then bye you don't have to explain yourself if you want to remove yourself either but it's a nice it's a dance on eggshells too you know because if these friends are people that you care about you obviously don't want to offend anybody right but at the same time you got to protect yourself and keep yourself moving forward in the right direction in the best way possible and part of that is being honest with others and ourselves Yeah. And again, like, I don't know if this person is comparing themselves to their friends and relationships and that's why they're feeling like they don't want to be around them because like, they don't want to hear about that happy relationship or whatever. Like if that's the case, again, I think it's okay to take space, but just remember that like, these are your friends. And if you care about them deeply, like you can have this friendship aside from advice on being single or advice like on breakups, like friendships don't always have to be about dating or like anything about it. Like you you can have, go see a movie. They can just be company. And if you just want to be listened to, just say that you just want to be listened to. I mean, like I give relationship advice as having uh, been in a long relationship, but I had a horrible time being single and I had the best time being single. Like there was such a long period before I met somebody who I was with for a long time that informed my experiences and my relationships so much. And I like, don't regret that time period at all, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like because I experienced that opinion, I can give more nuanced advice having like understood and been through a lot of similar situations and like, yeah, I can't relate to it in my later twenties, but it doesn't mean that I can't give feedback on it. Well, I hope that was useful to you, single and ready to mingle. I'm excited for you. I think being single is a great time. And, you know, don't always make it about meeting somebody. Make it about learning about you and doing fun things for you. I think that's like such an important part of being single. 
All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Damsels. We want to make sure that you are sending us your letters and that we are addressing your problems better. As we talked about for season three, we're really opening up our topics. So if there's something that doesn't relate to dating at all that you want to hear about, please still send us letters. We have on our link tree now an anonymous way to send in a letter. So if you want to give us feedback, but you don't want us to have your Instagram account attached to it, feel free to do so. We want opinions. We want perspective. And we always want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Well, this was a great episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Bye. <laughs> DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.